All right, welcome back to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. I am your second favorite host, Sam Gold. And I guess I'm your favorite host, Chris Rotundo. That's just how it is. But um, look, week 10 in the books, Chris. Another, honestly, the last two weeks been action-packed. I think it's safe to say, so far, week 10 is the best witching hour. Easily, easily. Like, on my edge, on the edge of my seat. This is the first week the Chiefs have a bye, finally. And I thought, you know, I'm probably not going to be that invested. I'm going to be a little bit bored, but... Who would have thought the, the week that doesn't have the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Eagles playing it was easily had the best finishes. Five games with game-winning field goals in the end. I mean, just all we could ask for after basically so many games that have been hyped up this year, as we've been saying for the last few weeks, have just completely disappointed. Great week of football, though. You know, later in the year, there's more on the line. So just naturally, we're going to have better weeks, more drama. Even if you might think, oh, this game isn't that good. Still comes to a factor this late in the season. But Sam, I'm ready to get right into it whenever you are. All right, let's roll the intro. You're listening to In the Huddle with Sam Gold and Chris Rotundo. All right, Chris, I believe for the third week in a row, we got another slideshow. So you better keep upping yourself. Uh, you got a lot of pressure here. I'll try. All right, starting off, um, I have a little bit of a prop today. Uh, I brought my glasses because this is what Trevor Lawrence needs after watching the Jaguars yesterday. What a horrific performance from them. I should have brought the hair. Just terrible. Uh, I mean, Trevor, I, I don't know what's going on here, but if you're not careful, I don't know if Team USA is going to have you on their Olympic team. You might be playing for, like, China or something, buddy, because that was terrible. All right, next. You're going to be playing for Thailand with that hair. <laughs> next, we have uh, the Chargers. And how many times could you guys lose a game while scoring over 30 points? Kind of funny at this point. Actually, when you look at the logo, it's kind of how their games go. They start off bad. And then, oh, they're, they're doing good. And then, oh, you take a little zigzag down and then a little zigzag down and then boom, they lose the game. So but let's take actually a, their, their logo makes sense. But you know what? It must feel good to always be the media's offseason Super Bowl champion prediction and every year flopping. But at the end of the day, not falling for it this time. We didn't fall for it this time. But, you know, a little full circle moment to last week. Sam said I should say something positive. At least you guys have cool jerseys. I'll, I'll, I'll give you something positive about that. But besides that. Wow. Disappointing. Okay. Well, all right. I think that was your best slideshow so far. I like that one. Short and um, sweet. Yeah. Not not like the Patriots. Uh, well, short, well, not sweet, but short is their season ending because that was uh, just rough. I We're could, not going to talk about that game. I just want to say very quickly. I know we didn't want to speak about it, but the fact that you have Bailey Zappi come in on the final drive of the game. Like, <laughs> what was a pick in the triple cover. Like, what was that? Why? Like, Bill Belichick just... Why They're we, obviously not going to fire you, and they shouldn't because it's going to be an end of the year thing. Well They're going to say he's moving to the front office job or stepping away from the game. Did you see the video of Bill Belichick leaving his house shirtless? That was real. Or no, I, I don't think it was his house. I think it may have been a woman's house. Like and this was in the summer too. No, you haven't seen the video. I saw the video. I didn't think that was him. I thought that was just a random Al, dude who looked like him. <laughs> you want to pull it up really quick? Let's react to it. Let's. It's the funniest video I think I've ever seen. It. it it's like any typical, like, like I don't even know. You guys just have to watch it for yourselves. Uh, first of all, like a weirdly shaped body. I don't know. He's got like a weird. He's got like a weird. 
He's got like a weird build to him. He's got like a lot of mass. And I have a photo of that's it. what I'm taking out of the video, not the fact that he's like weirdly leaving someone's house as like a seven year old man. Yeah, there it is. Or at least get a picture up. Look at this. It's it was taken on the ring camera. Is that him? Yes, that's clearly him. Look at his face. Okay, well obviously through that camera you probably can't see his face that well. This is clearly him. Look at his body. What does that resemble? I don't think it's him. I don't. Is know that like SpongeBob and Larry the Lobster combined or something? Like, what is that? <laughs> okay. the The whole moral story is that it got caught. This was probably back in the summer during the off season. He was leaving. A lot of people want to say a female's house who he probably doesn't know. Maybe you know. I I think it's just the guy who looks like him. I don't know if it's him. Look, did Bill Belichick get caught during a shirtless walk of shame? Yes, I mean, we're clearly reviewing the video right now. Um, oh, good for him. Good for him, right? I mean, he's not getting any good offensive action on the field. Maybe he gets something off the field at least. Ooh, okay, that was... Oh, okay, Bill, let's get it. That was... I don't know where to stand on that joke. Okay, um... It means he can get... Never mind, never mind, never mind. He can get down and dirty with it. <laughs> <laughs> What's more dirty is play calling? Or is, okay, never mind. Um... Okay, let's get serious for a second. He calls let's... a 69 post route. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. You know what? Yeah, that's what he does, Chris. Um, what are we talking about? AFC North. Let's, all right, let's talk about some of the good games this week. And a lot of it had to do with the AFC North. Let's talk about the first thriller of the afternoon. We got Browns-Ravens. We both picked the Ravens to win. I, and it, it looked like it. It looked like it. You know, yeah. Ravens, whenever they have a big lead, they can't seem to hold on to it. It's, it's weird. Well... I, not this season. In the past? Seahawks-Lions games. but Yes, in the past. In the past. I mean, there was that whole meme that was posted about the Ravens lost every single one of these games, and it was a list of like five games. Yeah. They had double-digit leads. I think leads. that was last year, though. That, was, that included the Dolphins game. Um, I think like a Bengals game in there or something like that. Yeah, but still, they were up, what, 31-17? Yeah, 31-17. No, they were, they were even up like 17-3 to at one point. Crazy thing. They had that pick six to begin the game. Yeah, the first play of the game. And then the Browns had a pick six. You know, two teams that have uh, pretty good defenses. And defenses did show up in this game to make some plays, even though points were scored. The AFC North battle is very close right now. It's it's wide open. Any one of those four teams can win it mathematically. Do I think that? No, I really think it's between the Ravens and Bengals. The Bengals did lose this week, but with with how close everything is and the Bengals are on the rise, listen... This is going to be a great battle to watch, one that I don't really think too many people thought was going to be a four, four-headed race, more of a two-headed race headed into it between the Ravens and Bengals. But, you know, it always happens every year. There's always that one division that it's crazy. And no, it's not the NFC South this year, which is also close with three teams, but absolutely is gar- garbage. The AFC North, all these four teams realistically can make the playoffs. I do think three teams will. I think there's going to be an odd man out. Well, I think if the Browns would have lost this game, even with the Bengals losing, I would pick the Browns to be the odd man out. But the Bengals have put themselves in such a hole. I mean, quickly with the Browns, like, yeah, you mentioned their defense definitely helped them winning the game with the pick six. I'm going to still stand firm that Miles Garrett should be defensive player of the year, although TJ Watt has been great. I'm not denying that. Like, he absolutely game-wrecked once again, just like he did with that Colts game that they won in the final seconds. I mean, the fact that you've got a pick six missed the extra point, which is, like, the most Browns thing ever to do. By the way... That was almost the most Ravens thing ever as well, because I'm sure you could attest this as a Steelers fan. I'm sorry, the Ravens are one of the luckiest teams in the NFL. The way their schedule is at the beginning of the season, the way they win certain games, they're very lucky. Maybe say the same thing about the Chiefs, but I could debate you on that all day. 
just saying, it feels like the Ravens are very lucky. Um, and the fact that they got the pick six, missed the extra point, and then were still able to stop the Ravens after they were putting up a ton of points this game. Like, you go into Baltimore and do that? You're hanging out for dear life in the playoffs. I mean, props to the Browns. Like, they don't have the aura of that team to go ahead and do that, but they did it with Deshaun Watson, who's not even been playing well at all. So, no Nick Chubb either. Like, the fact that they came out and won this game, I mean, that was that was, that was was wild. I, I did not expect it. I might have missed something. Maybe it's because Deshaun Watson has a noodle arm or something, but why, why did P.J. Walker get called in to throw that uh, Hail Mary? Well, Watson did get banged up okay. in the middle of the game. However... I also just think he should be starting. I know that's an unpopular opinion. I really think, I, I don't know. That, that's why I have no confidence whatsoever in the Browns to do anything if they make the playoffs because their quarterback play just won't match up to any of those good teams. But yeah, I mean, PJ Walker came in because Deshaun Watson deserves to be benched. And the fact that they were still in this game was purely because of the defense and they didn't want Deshaun Watson to screw it up. $230 million guaranteed right down the drain for a guy who you can pay less than half that and perform better. Yeah. So just crazy things happening. I was going to raise the question, oh, Ravens frauds, but you take two seconds to really think about it. No, they're not. It was a close division game. They still played well in some facets, and it's just going to be a tight race, like you said. I mean, Chris, I don't know if you want to mention the Steelers really quickly. They just beat the Packers. Somehow they're six and three. I don't get it, but as much as I want to no be more than I as do. much as I want to be surprised, I'm not. They're gonna find a way to win games in the trenches. It's always gonna be a tough battle. The Packers had a chance to win it. Defense stepped up, and that's the why. That's the reason why we're six and three. Without it's the same story. It's every the same game. I don't it, get it. Every game. It's not like I sound like a broken record because that's how they win every game. It's always a defensive play, last minute to make something happen. The offense looks terrible. Another game. Since Matt Canada has taken over, we haven't had a single game over 400 yards of offense. I think we're the only team to not to not do that. It's a disaster there. Kenny Pickett doesn't look good. I don't really think he's all that good. Uh, Najee Harris, he looked decent. Uh, Jalen Warren looked good. It. I can't believe he just all of a sudden looks like he's back to rookie form again. It's, it's one game. He looks so, fast again. How? How did that happen? He was just running through snow two seconds ago. Terrible. It's it's terrible offensively, but defensively, Minka right still hurt. Quan Alexander did tear his Achilles. That's now two injuries and two back to back games. Yeah. That two of our starters are now gone. Minka should be coming back off IR soon. So I do think that there's a hope for a playoff push. The division's tough. Uh, I'm a little worried because it's the Steelers. They do random stuff all the time, but also they have been looking in good form recently. If that makes me feel any good, I don't. Know. I just, it's just hard to have confidence in this team when they start when putting up twenty three points is making me feel somehow good because before that, it's, we win, we put up eighteen. I think the real excitement with the AFC North this year is not only the battle throughout the regular season to see who gets to the playoffs. It's going to be so interesting to see how all four of these teams play in the playoffs because right now, like. What a week last week for me. Every time I talk good about a team, they just suck the next week. Not suck, but they usually lose the next week, like the Ravens just said they were Super Bowl contenders. They still definitely are, but like just the fact that they could show they can go out and lose to the Browns like that and blow it. like I, Any team could blow it in the playoffs at this point. Um, let's quickly gloss over the Bengals game. I mean, the Texans, I had a feeling that they could win this game. I did pick the Bengals just because you know they're at home. I feel like they're still the better team, but 30-27, to C.J. Stroud does it. Again, 356 yards, a touchdown, um, a rushing touchdown towards the end of the game as well. 
Devin Singletary at 150 yards. Finally, finally. I mean, just they are they are the new Seahawks and Giants this year. They are the two. They're the team that everyone loves to root for. What a turnaround for the Texans! Listen, get rid of Deshaun Watson, and he's playing terrible in since in uh, in Cleveland, which you love to see. You go out there, you draft uh, Stroud, who everyone coming into the draft said, "Oh, it's Bryce Young," but Stroud's looking like. He is a top quarterback in the league. He's already he's in the MVP conversation. He's playing, he's playing I hate to say it, guys. He's playing better than Mahomes. He's he's it breaking kills me to say it. He's breaking records. They make a trade for Will Anderson, who I haven't heard too much about this year, but he's still a rookie. He's, made some plays. he's, made some he, he's, plays. he's a rookie. He's, he's, only, he's a bad. he should only improve. You go out there, you get Tank Dell. He's been great with Noah Brown. With Stroud. Noah Brown in the absence of a few of these banged up wide receivers has stepped up. So the Texans they're in the midst of the playoffs right now. You have a quarterback who you can throw in the MVP conversation. A team who many people thought was were only going to have what between three and five wins already hit five wins, and now they're right on the Jaguars to take over the division lead. And I don't think anyone had it on their bingo card for the season to win their division or even have more than five wins with the rookie quarterback and all these moves that they're making. New head coach. So if you're a Texan fan, you have to be. I'd say among one of, if not the happiest fan bases right now, simply for for how cloudy the future looked with not knowing how these rookies were going to perform and just a whole new era. Losing Deshaun Watson, we know that whole story, and a bunch of question marks to now proving that you can be a contender for years to come in this league with this young core that you've developed. I think your Joe Burrow MVP choice from a couple years ago, I think that just finally went down the drain. I'm not much better. I picked Tua. That's definitely not the best pick either. Honestly, oops. Sorry I don't know. I mean, the, um, the MVP race is, is so wide open still. It's one of the years it's, when... It hurts right now. But I, legitimately, Chris, like, I'm not kidding. Like, if CJ Stroud takes him to the playoffs, he might win MVP. I'm not kidding. And he should. It's crazy. Yeah, and look, it's going to be Jalen Hurts right now in the running. Uh, we'll see what happens the rest of the season, though. Quickly with the Bengals, Chris. Just like the Ravens, it's not going to be like they're frauds, but there's just clear issues that they need to address and I mentioned this, I think, one or two weeks ago. It's the play calling on offense. Like they, It's kind of actually similar to the Chiefs. Like They play good enough defense until their defense is just too tired because the offense is just has horrible play calling. Like, you have – I get T. Higgins was out, but look, he hasn't been that great all season. They really haven't used him anyways. Like, you had the great first drive. You threw it to Trenton Irwin, who we love on this podcast. I pulled him up, and I obsessed with him three weeks ago. But, like – you just want to slant with Tyler Boyd every drive. Is Boyd. it that hard? Throw a three-yard pass, screen to Mixon, and have him give you seven yards. That was such a tough scene to see Tyler Boyd drop that wide-open touchdown. Yeah, well, that would have changed the entire game. Just a little bit of, I mean, coming into the day, we, uh, the reports were Chase was 50-50. He had the back injury, but then he was going to suit up and play, and people were saying, oh, how much is he going to play? But my whole theory is if you're hurt and you're going to play – Expect the full workload because the reports that Hawkinson was going to be limited and Hawkinson was the best tight end of the day. Yeah. yeah. Fantasy-wise, I want to say Dalton Schultz is pretty good too. Hawkinson near like 30 fantasy points. I mean, then you had also McBride who also had a beast day. But still, it's really hard to trust these reports when you're saying, oh, banged up, limited, and then they go out and they put up huge fantasy days. So if you're ever concerned about a player being hurt and he's going to play, chances are they're going to get pretty much full workload because no way teams will run out of player if they don't feel confident in the injury not being able to hold up. Yeah, and I don't know what the Bengals. I mean, I don't know. I know they play the Ravens on Thursday Night Football next week. That's going to be extremely tough. That's going to be a good game. 
Is it though? Every every primetime game, every single more so from the one of them has disappointed. More so from the fact that it's going to be huge for the division. Yeah, the Bengals can fall to five and five against the Ravens, and they will. I have the Ravens winning. One of these two teams are going to lose two in a row. Yeah, I just. It's just so much potential. It's like the Bills. It's like the Bills. Like, this is it. Before you have to pay everyone on this team, you have one final shot to get to the Super Bowl. I told my dad, unfortunately, when they lost to the Rams, this light just went out. I don't know what happened. But when the Bengals lost to the Rams in the Super Bowl, I said, that was probably it. You're not, you're not going back. Yeah. Unless you got to pay all these people. Alex so confused. Yeah, it's like it's been so – it's only been like 20 minutes and the light immediately died. All right, here comes the arm. Probably just oh. seeing an arm. Oh, there it goes. Oh. There he goes. Scooting across, and we'll figure it out later. All right. Um, Ladies, if you ever need a man to change out a light mid-podcast, he's your guy. <laughs> How many hours does it change, change a light bulb in the middle of the podcast? <laughs> Several. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, what else? We had Lions, Chargers. There's not really a lot of storylines from this game, except that it was just a fucking awesome game to watch. Like It, it was, was just an elite shootout that we won't forget this season we've been lacking a lot of those a lot of our close games that we've had haven't really been these high explosive fireworks um you mentioned in your slideshow that the chargers just charged for the one millionth time in a row um i'm done with justin herbert i'm done acting like he's this elite quarterback yes i know he had four touchdowns but it doesn't matter when you can't do shit the clutch time he's proven time after time again that he's just he's just philip rivers He's just Philip Rivers. He's just a young Philip Rivers in a time of social media where he seems a little bit cooler. He had a really good rookie season. And he's just a top 7-10 to 10 quarterback who can't win a big game. I'm sorry. I know the Chargers defense sucks. That's no excuse. They put up, they gave up 41 points. But I'm done with the Justin Herbert. I'm, I'm done with it. Stop, stop hyping him up like he's this guy who's going to win you a million games every year. I don't care if he doesn't have an offensive line, doesn't have a defense. He doesn't make the big throw at the end of the game. He really just doesn't. The Chargers are one of those teams who it's like the Browns. It's like the, the Lions of years past. They're always going to be that team. And the Chargers, they had Phillip Rivers, as you alluded to. They have Herbert. And they're going to be a team that's going to be able to win games and put up points, but never be able to actually get it done when it matters most. And we have to live with that. And Brandon Staley, he's, he's definitely part of the issue. But the more I think about it, the more I realize what the Chargers are. Is Staley being out of there really going to solve all of their issues? It's just such a... It's the Chargers. It's a cursed franchise. Yeah. It's like the Jets. Like, it doesn't matter if you bring in Aaron Rodgers, he's going to go ahead and tear his Achilles. It doesn't matter if you're going to bring in the best coach of all... If, if, if you bring in Bill Belichick next year, you're still going to go 9-8 and eight and probably miss the playoffs. But on the other it's side the of the shit. ball, the, the Detroit Lions, they're not only pretty much uh trying to lock away the division they have a chance to go after that one seed right it's now crazy. against against the eagles a team who we both weren't too high on thought that the lions were just gonna lions and disappoint this year turns out to be wrong this team is absolutely explosive montgomery comes back and gibbs is a monstrous game along with montgomery also having a great game i think yeah. both, both detroit running backs at over 20 fantasy points mm, yeah. so it's great to see that both running backs can actually get it done especially for gibbs fantasy owners like myself great to see that even with montgomery and gibbs can still have a a smash day which was always great to see amon ron keenan allen what a performance by those both of those receivers keenan allen i think he had 30 fantasy points at the half and then he gets hurt with the shoulder injury and then he came back I, I swear, touchdown, touchdown, I, before right? he got hurt, I yeah, he, he did. Yeah, I yeah. thought um, 
the two point conversion or was it the goal line touch? I forgot what it was when he was hurt. I thought he was just in there as a decoy, but no, he was back in and he did his thing. Keenan Allen, what a day. I thought he was going to get 50 fantasy points. There was a point in time when he's I really had thought that. some monstrous games. But he, he's the right. only offensive player that gets targets there. Besides Austin Eckler, yeah. Quentin Johnson, he's pretty much irrelevant. You lose Mike Williams. Uh, Josh Palmer's on IR. Guyton hasn't really done too much. Um, Gerald Everett, I know he got hurt. So the only guy who's really getting targets as a receiver is Keenan Allen. Because he's the most trustworthy. He's a veteran. And look, with the Lions, one last thing. I... I'm not going to try to jinx anything. I don't want to get my hopes up. But I really just hope and pray that they're at least in the NFC Championship game. Yeah. Like, there's nothing more hype than to see the Lions fighting to have a chance to make the Super Bowl. Like, just picture that. Picture them going into Philly and beating them. I would love that. That would be one of the craziest stories in NFL history, honestly. The nicest, one of the nicest fan bases in the NFL who are arguably more passionate than Philly fans. Sorry to trigger you guys. But... They're easily top five most passionate fan bases, and you go into Philly, the defending NFC championship. Like, it would be, that would, I, I can only hope and dream that's how the season ends in the NFC. That it, would be it would amazing. Be, it would be the uh, the nice guys going up against the the jerks. Because let's yeah. face it, it's like when the Chiefs went up against the Patriots and lost before we were the uh, before we became the jerks. I remember those days when everyone was actually rooting for us. Those were nice. But go on, sorry. But no, I mean. I would love nothing more than that, just to see these two fan bases going at it. Because, you know, Philly fans would be cursing and attacking Lions fans. <laughs> while Lions fans would be sitting there like, what is going on? I would love nothing more it's than like, to see the Lions. It's like going win. to, like, a preschool and just, like, screaming at the kids, like, going into their classroom. <laughs> like, what? they're not doing any harm. Like, it's just, there's going to be so many, if that happens, there's going to be so many videos of Philly fans, like, just absolutely harassing Lions For fans. For no reason. Which, by the way, Philly's actually... I actually would take Detroit over Philly as a city, in my opinion. You know, Philly actually didn't live up to the hype when I went there. I'm sorry. What, Al? What? Detroit is growing. It's it's getting nicer, all right? It's the Motor City. Yeah, it's the Motor City. The, actually, the area, I'm not kidding. The area around uh, uh, the Ford Field is actually fucking awesome. Like, You've been to Ford Field? But I've seen videos of people. You know those videos where people just walk around the streets? Oh, and stuff? yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like actually like it's it's getting really nice there. So. We should go to not, a, not this trust me, there's plenty of We should go to a Pistons. We all know, but. we should go to a Pistons game. Yeah, that's how I'm gonna go to Detroit is a Pistons game, not a Lions game. You wouldn't want to go to like like uh like Pistons Pelicans. Let's go to the Thanksgiving like, game this year. We should go see Pistons Hornets. No, that's like Oh, only if that guy who announces the Hornets game oh, him? There as well. Eric, whatever his name is. That's the best announcer in the NFL. Yeah, we have a light back. Thank you. Okay. All right, there we go. Are you in the shot? You're definitely in the shot. Should we no clap way. it up? For the, no for the, uh, shot. You're not in the shot. Cla- clap it up for the engineer. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, This way? Yeah. There? Yeah. All right. Um, Jasper, you want to come back up? All right. Everything's, we, everything's falling back into to, place. We got the light back. Jasper's on the table. We, we need to have a little counter Al's for smiling. how many times. How many? We need to have a counter for how many times Jasper hops up and down on the table per episode. <laughs> okay. Okay, we got two more super quick topics before we have our week 11 preview. Let's talk about quarterback. That was the darling of last year. That hasn't played up to his ability, but it finally had his first game. Geno Smith. Smith. I don't think we've really talked about him that much this year. Yes, we've talked about the Seahawks and how they did the opposite of the Giants and actually have become still decent this year. 
Well, let's be real. Geno Smith has been very disappointing this year, stats-wise. And he's not really the reason they're 6-3, and three, except finally in this game, he utilized playing against a terrible passing defense in the Commanders. He, you know, they weren't doing great on offense. They're settling for a lot of field goals for most of the game. And then at the end, they kind of just exploded. He used his guys, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf, had that huge play at the end of the game to set up the game-winning field goal. And honestly, I'm just happy for Geno. I hope that gives, you know, him more confidence because... You know, I don't want it to go unsaid. I don't want us to be blind to some of the quieter stories that have happened this year, which is Geno Smith. It's just not been that great. Definitely so. a big disappointment. Uh, on the other side of that game, real quick, Sam Howell, another 300-yard yeah, performance. Surprising. Seems like every week he's throwing for over 300 yards. You know he's second right now in passing yards Doesn't Doesn't shock me at all. Every week it seems like he's throwing for over 300 yards. And a game that was pretty quiet first half. It goes 29-26. Uh, great game all around. Definitely a second half game. It picked up towards the end. Should we howl for him? And... <laughs> that was pretty good. I'm okay. surprised Jasper didn't like it. Sam just howled on TV. or Yeah, my name's Sam, podcast. so I'm allowed to howl. Yeah, on TV, Chris. Nice try. It's not TV! <laughs> <laughs> uh I swear, I'm like Stephen A. with, like, Tourette's or something. Okay, let's go. Let's go. Let's keep going. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say. We we just heard a... Sam, are you a furry? <laughs> I mean, he just howled. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking the questions everyone wants. No, you have, you have the show now. I have the show? All right. Um, oh, go ahead. Talk about whatever you want to talk about. I, I don't know what to talk about anymore, but how are you guys doing? Good? <laughs> Sam's going to get his stuffed animal. He comes back with a costume on. Yeah, I am a furry, see? I love this shit. I love it. Take it. <laughs> Just ask one more question like that, and you're off the show, alright? He never said he wasn't, so. <sighs> okay, let's talk about Josh Jobs. Al, you want to come in and talk about Josh Jobs for a little bit? Give it up for Al. Yeah. Four Vikings. Five in a row. Is he going to get on? Come on. Come on. Get on the camera. Get on the camera. Why do I have to get on? No, you have to get on camera. Oh, let's go. Yeah, Al. Uh, you've already been on camera once. No, no, I wasn't. I wasn't. All right. As long as you can hear, I'll, I'll put it. I think Josh Dobbs is great. He's phenomenal. And I'm excited that we finally have some quarterback play in uh, Minnesota. That's exciting to watch. It wasn't exciting to watch. Finally, a mobile quarterback since Dante Culpepper. Oh, there he is. He's a Al, if the Vikings win the Super Bowl this year, Josh Jobs, will you shave all your hair off? Yeah. <laughs> Let's go. All right, all right, it's, all right. Okay. it's on we, we camera. Have it. We have it on camera. It's on camera. So. Look at this guy. I mean, like, how do you not? How can you not root for this guy? It's actually kind of funny. He's like low key played better than Mahomes this year, which is kind of sad. But okay, so Chris, breaking news. Uh, speaking of Dobbs, the NFL uh, official Twitter account, their bio finally changed from the all the Taylor Swift BS to in Dobbs we trust. About time. So it's, we have we have our hero. They're becoming us. they're becoming a sport of culture finally. Okay. Um. All right. Let's just move on to the week eleven. Um. Game picks. Uh. Finally, we have a good Thursday night game. Although I said it's gonna disappoint. We'll see. I don't know. Every primetime game sucks for some reason, but it's fine. We get good witching hours these days. So let's do Ravens Bengals. I have the Ravens winning it. Sorry, Bengals fans. I just think right now the Ravens are the better team. They're gonna bounce back. They're still at home. And I don't know if T. Higgins is still going to play because it's a short week. We'll see what happens. So I got, I got, I'll make it a close game out of respect for the Bengals. And it's a division game, AFC North. Ravens 23, 
Bengals 17. All right, I'm going to go. We have a split game here. Start off the week. Okay. Bengals are going to win. They're going to bounce back. I just don't think I can see them being 5-5. Five and five. I can see them being 5-5 five and five and then ending the season like 11-6. and six. Oh, that is so true. Yeah, or like 10-7. Like they'll go on, they'll go on a run after this. I just feel the Bengals are just gonna get them on this game. I'm gonna go 27 to 28. Well, we need to split games this week because our records are extremely close. I'm 101 and 48 right now. I'm 149. Yeah. We'll throw a little graphic and on I the was, screen. For I that. was actually like way ahead of you a few weeks ago. Yeah. So you have completely caught up to this me. Week, I got to be on my shit right now. Like, this week I I came back and boom. So, okay, I'll keep track of how many split games we have because that's going to be interesting. We already have one, so that could tie us up if, if whoever's wrong or if I'm wrong and you're right. Um, okay, another AFC North. We got two AFC North matchups. Browns-Steelers. Sorry, Chris. I'm picking the Browns. Hopefully it's another split game. I just think – I'm sorry. I know I'm, I know I'm going to eat my words, but I just, I just can't see how the Steelers is having a three. No, I don't I, know how. I, 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 we're not splitting on this one. I, I, wow. I, I, I'm, I have the Browns, too. Okay. I, I knew that these two teams have to split uh, one time this year. That's right. You're right. It just seems that way. Steelers got the first time in that weird game, and now the Browns are going to win this time. I think Cleveland will win. I'm going to go 28-16. to 16. Okay, I don't think it's that high scoring. I think the defenses are too good. I'm going Cleveland 17, Pittsburgh 13. As we head to Miami, Dolphins, Raiders, it's just, for some reason, every game that's at Miami has just been such an easy opponent, and every game seems to go the same way there, so it's going to be another game where Miami's offense looks great, and they obliterate the Raiders. Miami plays a team that doesn't have a winning record, and here we are. Raiders, and it's always at Miami. Raiders quietly just five and five. Yeah, they'll, 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 they'll maneuver their way to eight and nine somehow, and no one will care. But yeah, it, it's weird. I don't know why the Ravens always or Raiders always find ways to win like just random games. But I got Miami winning this thirty four to fourteen. Yeah, I think Miami is gonna put on a beating. I'm gonna go forty three to twenty. Okay, another game that should also be a blowout. Lions Bears at Lions. Is Fields gonna be back with his thumb injury? I don't know. I don't think really it, I, I don't think it matters either way. I got the Lions thirty to ten. Yeah, I think Lions gonna win. I'm gonna say twenty eight. Two seventeen. Okay. Hopefully we got a Jags bounce back game with Jags Hopefully. Titans in Jacksonville. Little rematch. Uh what was it? Two years uh, ago? No, it's gotta be a few if you're talking about Derrick Henry, stiff arm. No, I'm talking, talking about? about when the Jaguars knocked the uh beat the Titans. You mean to get to the playoffs? Yeah. That was last year. Last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, week eighteen. Yeah, yeah. that was last year. Was Josh Dobbs also playing in that game? He was, right? And then didn't he throw like a pick six? And that's maybe, maybe. Yeah, I, I remember think it was like it was. Dobbs and Malik Willis. Yeah, I think it was Dobbs at that point. Um, I have Jacksonville winning 24-17. Yeah, Jags going to have a great bounce back t- game this week against a terrible opponent in the Titans. Uh, 35-10. Okay. Um Chargers at Packers. I don't think I've ever seen that happen before, but here we are. Um, it happens once Every eight years, but it just it just seems weird. Um, I was gonna say like n- never mind. What I was gonna make a dumb joke. Never mind. Just make the dumb joke. No, it, it's too late. Already passed. All right, fine. Uh, Chargers win it surprisingly, twenty five to nineteen. Yeah, Chargers. The Chargers have to win this game. Packers aren't very good. Jordan Love's not very good. Christian Watson is playing like he has never seen a football field. Were you pissed when Jordan Love like kind of looked good yesterday? And you're like, of course, now that we play them, like Jordan Love is making nice throws. No, I didn't really care. It doesn't, okay. re- doesn't really surprise me. Because that would have pissed me off because he's been bad all season. He kind of actually looked decent yesterday. Hmm. Hey, we still got out of there with a win. I don't really yeah, care too much about right. that. Uh, what do I want to give the Chargers? I'll say 
I'll say 23 to 15. Okay. Texans, Cardinals, Chris. What do you got? Texans have to win this game. Strad's been on fire. I know Kyler's back. They got the come from behind win this week. Yeah. But didn't he, even mention that game. It was another but, close game. But Houston, Houston's been on a roll. Butter me up because I'm on a roll. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. 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 Um, we're going to move past that. We're Running out play. of things. Never mind. Okay. Uh, Texans going to win. I'm going to say 28-23. Uh, Texans win 26-23. Um, Cowboys, Panthers. Panthers. Yeah, oh, this is Lord. just gross. 50? Cowboys win it. No, you think they're going to put up 50? 52-6. This is where Tony Pollard breaks my heart for the second week in a row. I'm not going to rant about fantasy, but I just, I'm just i not going to give my hopes up because the Panthers have a terrible run defense, and I'm still going to be disappointed. 26-10, Cowboys. Um, Giants, Commanders. Yep. These two teams played each other, what, three weeks ago? I don't even remember the outcome of that game. I think it was 20-7, to Giants, and I'm picking the Commanders to win it 20-7. to Oh, yeah, that's right, because I picked the Giants to win that game. You were like, what? Yeah. And then all that. So command- yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly how I responded. <laughs> Commanders are going uh, to win 32-18. What? Okay, uh, <laughs> 49ers, Bucks, 38-20 Niners. 49ers Christian gonna McCaffrey's going to have three touchdowns. 49ers going to win 25-20. Uh, okay, there's the 25. Uh, Bills, Jets, this is going to be ugly, low scoring, close. The Bills don't impress me, but the Jets are just that much worse because it's the Jets. So, sorry, Jets fans. 21-12, to 12, you're going to lose in Buffalo. I think the Bills are going to escape here. I think it's gonna, I think points are going to be on the board. I don't think anyone's going to see the Jets putting up points. I can't believe I'm even saying the Jets are going to score this much. Feels weird to say, but it just feels like the right thing to don't do. Don't give the Bills like 40. The Jets no, have a good defense. I'm saying 31-28. They're not putting up 31 on the Jets, but that's see, fine. 28? I, I like that. It's And Bills-Jets is 31-28. I, I don't know what I, I'm just in the, It seems like a recipe for something weird. Okay. Yeah, at Buffalo might get dark earlier. I don't know. It's like a weird. Is that a four o'clock game? I don't know. Dark earlier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The sun's gonna go down earlier. <laughs> no, it's what the high, the more north you get, the earlier it turns. There's a thing when the clocks go back when they play at Buffalo yeah, in a four a o'clock game. It's like a night game immediately. Yep. When, the, right. when the when the winter starts to happen, it starts to get dark earlier. It's. <laughs> All right. uh, I'm glad you went to school, Sam. <laughs> you went to school, Sam. Rams, Seahawks, twenty-two, fourteen, Seahawks. Feisty, I like it. <laughs> 24-21 Seahawks. Is Carson Wentz going to play? I don't care. Actually, no, he's, he's still the backup, isn't he? Stop, <laughs> Ow, what happens when you're like going like this because the camera's running out? And you see Chris do that. I'm dying. For time. For time purposes. Right you see Chris wasting our... No, that's right. Go. Go! Okay, I picked the Seahawks to win. What no, next game. Vikings, okay. Broncos. Vi- Vikings win 21-3. Yikes. Uh, Vikings Yikes. sneak out of there 17-16. Josh Jobs leads a game-winning field goal end. All right, Chris, we got one more game. Chiefs, uh, Eagles. Monday okay. night, hopefully it lives up to the hype. This is the best team that the Chiefs have played all year. <laughs> is that Jason Kelsey? We got a special guest, guys. No, I'm just kidding. One day. Go here. No, no, no. Yeah, I was saying this is the best team that the Chiefs have played all year, so I think that this is going to be a big test. Will the Eagles be able to break down this defense, which has let up the least amount of points in the league, or will they have to or will they be given and against the Eagles team who has been able to score on virtually anyone any which way? How is this game going to play out? I really hope this game comes down to the la- to the 
a good fourth quarter, like last drive, because I, I want this game to come down to the end. I want to see a de- I want to see this these defenses being tested. I want to see points being scored. Can the Chiefs put up points on this Eagles defense? There's gonna be a lot of questions here, a lot of takeaways. This is the game a few weeks ago that I had circled, and it's gonna be a big test for it for both sides. Super Bowl rematch. Uh, I have the Eagles coming away with the win, though. I have them winning. Uh, I'm gonna say 32 to 30. I think a negative going to this game for the Chiefs is the fact that. Other than maybe the Cowboys, this is the team that the Eagles have wanted to beat the most out of any team in the NFL. They want revenge. I understand that. I think the positives, although the Eagles also had a bye, that the Chiefs had a bye. We have an extra week to try to get our offense together. Um, I think luckily, if there's one team to play against, I know it sounds shocking, but it's the Eagles. They have one of the worst pass defenses in the entire NFL. If there's a team that we got want to come out that we know is a great team in the NFL and have our passing offense look good against after the bye week, it's the Eagles. So if we could actually get our shit together in that way, and and even if it's a close game, go out, play good enough defense where we're not giving up 30-plus to the Eagles, you know, come out and win, I think that's our easily our biggest win of the entire season. Definitely the most nervous I've been so far this year. I think the Bengals game coming up will make me a little more nervous, but this one's huge. Uh, you know, Kelsey Bowl once again. This might be the final time that the Kelsey brothers ever face off if we don't go to the Super Bowl again. So, yeah, it's going to be huge. Monday Night Football, I'm a little nervous, but I'm going to pick it to be a close one. Mid-scoring, I'm going to have the Chiefs win it 24-21. to 21. Uh, I like that. Hopefully it's a good game. That's all I ask. I don't want this to be some, like, low-scoring, crappy game yeah. that, that's like, what, what did we just watch? Because, like you, like you alluded to, the primetime games not necessarily have been the, Terrible. the, the best. Terrible. So, hopefully that we have two good teams on a primetime game. Uh, you picked the score already, right? Yeah, I said, thir- I, I said 32-30. Eagles? Yeah. Okay. Oof. All right. It's like you said, the pass defense for the Eagles has been suspect, so I think the Chiefs can put up points. I think they. I think and there's no shot we give up 32 to the Eagles, but maybe. We'll see. I mean, this is the best offense you guys have also played all year. It's the best it's team. The, uh, it's the uh, immovable object versus the unstoppable force, as they say. So it should be interesting. That's what they called us. Uh, okay. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uh, and uh, and on our basketball team. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. All right. Off season. No joke, we're going to find any clips that we have of our rec basketball team, and that's going to get a million views at least. But that's for another day to talk about. We'll reminisce that about that another day. Okay, Chris, um, we have a few more minutes left. Speaking uh, of immovable objects and unstoppable forces, me in a donut shop. Uh, not anymore, <laughs> I mean. I mean, maybe me, but I don't know, Chris. I mean, I don't know what you eat these days. I mean, I'd be shocked if I see you piling down donuts, but. Oh, man. I still I still know the facts there was inside a, you. I know it's inside There was you, a Chris. time when I would down half a dozen Krispy Kreme donuts, and I'd have a pint of Ben and Jerry's pull up at night. Our, pull up our picture, our logo. Because, guys, this is not what we used to look like when we took the picture. This guy lost, like, 60 pounds this, throughout the time that this we've done this podcast. Actual, if we go yeah, look at Chris here, and look at me there. I look like I'm 150 pounds. Look at me now. A little backstory about this. this, this Who's look, eating the donuts? It's me, guys. This, it's me. I should be doing the tier list this, alone. This photo is from Senior Prom. This is from four and a half years ago. Chris, you've got to be, what, like 230? I have no idea. And i got to be, like, 185, so... What a great time to be on camera, right? Lucky Chris. I know. I'm just kidding. All right. Um, all right. All right. Top three donuts. Who wants to start? We're going to do a tier list kind of like this at the end of every episode. Just a quick one. Chris, how about you start off with your third? My third pink frosted sprinkled donut. I love it. It's my favorite <laughs> one. I'm fine. I, I don't know why. I just can't picture you any, eating that. Any of the frosted ones are great, but yeah. I something about the strawberry frosting. With It has to have sprinkles on it. Ooh, baby. <laughs> 
this anymore. I promise I probably won't get that excited about uh, the donut. <laughs> what was that reaction? <laughs> okay, number three. This is a controversial one. You rather love it or hate it. You better not say it's Boston the jelly. Cream. It's the jelly filled. You don't like Boston cream? I'm not a Boston. You're gonna hate my guy. next pick. Um, I might as well just say my third and then second. Yeah, my third is jelly donut. Um, it could get a little dry on the outside and sticky sometimes, but listen, <laughs> I can't laugh at everything I'm describing a donut. It, it's just so good. The second you I, bite into that and feel the, uh, okay, I don't even want to talk about this. Anymore, okay. Honestly. Al's making it too awkward. Yeah, okay. I, I know. All the number jelly two, inside just. Number two is Boston cream. I just love the cream <laughs> and it just spurts out. When you take a bite into that donut, it's like the chocolatey outside and it just explodes into your mouth. It's just so good, right? Yeah, number two is Boston cream. What's yours? My number two is jelly donut. Just how you said, you know, you have the, uh, you have have the first, you you have the sugar on top, especially when it's filled up with a ton of jelly. You bite into it and you just get a mouthful of jelly. Okay, I'm gonna give you, I'm gonna give you. (laughs) Look at Al! Look at Al! (laughs) You know, sometimes Mr. Fundamentals is just the way to go. It's just always a top elite donut. How do you not like the glazed donut? It's it's top six, seven. Listen, the, the it's cho- just too plain. The chocolate one adds a whole new element. It's the just chocolate so good. glaze is a very good donut. I'm not denying I can't that. Believe that's not in your top. But three. but the glaze. But I just like the glazed donut more. The chocolate glaze is it's like a. Ah, oh, what do you think? What's your favorite donut? I like jelly. I like pink frosted. That's probably like one of my. Is there anything we haven't mentioned yet? It's not even like strawberry frosted. It's not even like strawberry flavor. It's pink flavor. Yeah, no, like, and I know, I, I know. Flavored. There's a, uh, there's like munchkins from Dunkin' Donuts, and other places call them donut holes. I just call them. Can we do- both at least agree on something that powdered donuts are the worst donuts? I like powdered donuts. What? That's like doing the cinnamon challenge. I'm not too picky. With- it's gross. <laughs> Your mouth dries up. It's like eating a saltine that's sweet. I'm I'm not too picky eh, when it comes really to, person. when it comes to donuts. I'm I'm not too picky. I like pretty much you know Boston cream it's when a I shock, when I, when I was younger. I was never a big Boston cream fan, but that's also like when I was younger, I wasn't a big key lime pie fan. And then he went to college. Now, <laughs> now, Sorry, <that> <laughs> now I'm a huge key lime pie fan. So maybe if I try Boston cream, I'll have a, I'll come back to my senses and be like, oh yeah, Boston cream is pretty good. But just for what I normally have, no. But you know, sometimes Krispy Kreme they have their like holiday donuts or whatever that I'll always get. I love Krispy Kreme if you can't uh, tell. Apple cider donut is also very underrated. That I totally forgot about. That's probably like number apple four. Apple cinnamon or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Like if I ever just go the ones you get at the farms. Yes, the yes, 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 so yes. Good. Those are so good. When okay. they, they come out that was, fresh, that was our warm. Best two so far. I I need to go get donuts after this, Sam. Yeah, let's fatten them up, boys. Let's get them back. <laughs> if we exchange like twenty pounds each, I think this would benefit both of us, and we'd be like we'd be like a power couple on this power couple power duo. On I, th- I thought podcast. we already were a power couple. Well, that's for the viewers to decide. Comment below if you think we're a power couple. Not like Jada Pinkett Smith and Will Smith. All right. I'm done with the references. We got through with no wrestling references. Just kidding. Eh, I did it before you. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for listening. You're not going to acknowledge him? Yeah. I run the show now. Really quick. Comment below if you think CM Punk is going to return at Survivor Series. Randy Orton's going to return. Spoiler alert. That has been confirmed. But will CM Punk be there? It's in Chicago. I hope so. Yo, did you see the LWO broke up? Carlito came out, called out Santos Escobar. Al, did you see that? No. You didn't watch SmackDown? No. <laughs> the Maverick, Logan Paul, US champ, hit him with the brass knuckles. The Maverick. <laughs> <laughs>
Okay, thank you guys for listening to another episode of the In the Huddle podcast. Please follow us on all socials, underscore In the Huddle, underscore on TikTok, at In the Huddle Pod on YouTube. Subscribe, get a donut. Do it for Jasper, guys. He wants subscribers. Do it. Look at this face. You can't say no to him. Please do it for Jasper. Over there, over there. Look at him. Please do it for Jasper, guys. We love making this every week. We love seeing the channel grow. We're enjoying this. Please keep subscribing, commenting, liking, and keep listening because we'll see you guys next week for the Week 11 recap. Goodbye.